The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We've tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand, always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Oh my god! I can't believe it. I truly can't believe Mandy Moore is here. Aww, Mandy I'm so Moore. Glad we made this happen. I know people aren't going to believe it. Honestly, <laughs> that's because you know. Okay, we're going to have to talk about the issue. There was an issue, and I don't even know what the issue is. Are you sure? Do you swear? Hundred percent. I'm like swear. too much of a luddite too to no, like that- understand technology, and somehow I had blocked you. You had blocked me. It was 2018. God. I wonder what it, what, like how that happened. I, know. I, I swear to I God, I like racked You're my brain. You're not a blocker. Do you block people no. like today? No, no, no. one's on your block list. I mean, I'm sure I do have people, I think from, there was a, a time in my life where, you know, there, that was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But like, God, not to be so like cagey, but I think when I spoke out about my ex-husband, there was just a lot of stuff that sort of came out of the woodwork. And I was like, ah. And then you didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. So I believe you about me. I do. I, I'm but curious, you, But it is like, first of all, I'm happy that it's like part of our story, <laughs> you know, because it connected us in a way. Sure. But I was watching This Is Us, obviously, obsessively. And I was like, Mandy Moore, Mandy Moore. And then I was like, let me just quickly, like, go to her profile for a sec. And then I couldn't find you. And then I posted... To everybody, like, so weird. Mandy Moore is off Instagram. And everyone's like, no, um, no, oh, she's no. definitely not. Amanda. And I literally, I'm you know what I found? Because I wanted to find where it was, when it was. So I have, like, my personal account. Back then, I, I used it more. And I, I messaged you from there. And I wrote, Mandy Moore, I have another account, not skinny but not fat. And it seems as though I've been blocked by you or something. Because I can't find you on there. And now I'm spinning. Because why would that happen ever? Oh, so I didn't know either. It's not like I was like, oh, I talked shit. It's a you great know? mystery. I know that's so strange. And my sister's here today and she knows like it was like I was sitting at home and spinning like, what would I ever <sighs> say about Mandy? And also she doesn't seem like the type of no. person no. to. And I was like, maybe it's like a trigger word. Maybe my handle like, I, like no. she was like, what I is this? no trigger I words. Know, I know. So anyway, what ended up <sighs> happening in 2021, maybe. Yeah. Is a friend of yours. Yes. I had a call with her because she works at in a management company. Yeah. And she was like, first order of business. Mandy Moore is my really good friend and I'm going to take care of this <laughs> issue. Because anybody that followed me knew 
I can't, that this I'm, was like an ordeal for me. Amanda, I'm so no, sorry. No, it's okay, but it's I'm happy. So I think silly. that it's like, it makes it, it gives us a history, you know? It gives us like a certain <laughs> underlying tension, <laughs> like unknown. Some, like it gives something where it's like, people know how like important this is. But also. then I discovered you and I was like, how was I not following Amanda all along? Like, I know people is... don't know that Mandy secretly like likes pop culture. Oh, I feel like people, course. you don't give it though. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't give it. I, I, I will let those who have a real authority on it, like <laughs> yeah. yourself, yeah. sort of do your job. Yeah. But yeah, I'm absolutely but you're interested into it. in it. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're not above it. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. She likes it. She gets into it, you guys. Oh, don't yes. you get it twisted. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Even though you're a multi-hyphenate <laughs> lady over here. I told her before we started, she's just glowing right now in her prime. You're sweet. So are you. 40 soon. 40 soon next year. Are you excited? I am. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I hear that it's a good decade. I mean, honestly, I just feel like this chapter of my life, like I, I you couldn't pay me to go back to my 20s. I'm mm. so, so I just assume that it just continues to get better from here. I mean, not that you were like wild. No, no. But I mean, life was weird. Like I, messier. I, I, yeah. I had I definitely had a weird chapter there from like my early mid twenties through like turning 30. Yeah. So I feel like that chapter just gave me a new lease on life. Yeah. And, and now being a parent and everything that comes along with that, I'm like, this just it's I can't imagine it being. It feels like the most you. Yeah. You've ever been. Yeah. So first of all, I know some people are going to be like, duh, but your real name is Amanda. Yes. Do, do people still call you that? My parents. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that weird or no? No. I mean, they don't call me Amanda all the time. But like when I was growing up, if I were in trouble, mm. it was always Amanda. Or the first day of school before I would correct a teacher. Like, no, it's Mandy. I've always been Mandy. Oh, you've oh, so it's not like a stage name nope. or anything. No, I've always been Mandy. Oh, yeah. I tried to make it happen for myself. It didn't. It didn't take. You're not a Mandy. I guess I'm not a Mandy. You're an Amanda. And I feel like maybe later in life, I'll become an Amanda. I don't know. Amanda, You're a Mandy. Mandy feels so like silly and lighthearted Young. or something. Yeah. And, yeah. Maybe as I get older and want to have like some like storied career. Like when you're 69, career. you're going to yeah. be like, I'm Amanda. I'm an Amanda. An Amanda now. Yeah. So you started at 15 though. I did. With candy. Yes. I know. Were you that blonde or did you dye your hair then? Oh, I dyed my hair. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your parents let you die at that early? They my mom me... was so annoying about that. Oh, no. They let me die at that early. Oh, my God. Did you want to do it or was it part of the like? No, pop? no. I wanted to do it. I had like I had been highlighting my hair well before I got the opportunity to, you know, sign a record deal and yeah. start making music and stuff. But I think it it shifted into a little more like intentional. Yeah. Once once like I had a career. Yeah. But yeah, it's so weird to look back on that chapter. Do you cringe at the music video or do you do you like have fondness? I have fondness her? for it now. Yeah. I think not too like too far removed from it. I was pretty embarrassed. But now it's, you know, 20 some odd years later. It's I'm like, wild. oh, man, sweet Mandy. Sweet I just want to give her a hug. She didn't know what she was doing. She couldn't dance. I still can't dance. But yeah. Was, and you tried to in the video. Oh, I tried like to. Like you had a full choreography. Oh, yeah. That was a prerequisite. I mean, that was if you were going to have some semblance of a pop, pop career right. at that point, you had to try to dance. Did you know you wanted a pop career like at that? Because I read that you started doing your own music at 13. What does that mean? Well, I mean, I started making music at 13, 14. Like, it's a whole ridiculous story that I found myself in a studio after singing the national anthem. And these guys were like, we've written songs we'd love to present to you. And then maybe all collectively we could work towards getting a record deal. And I just thought, 
that's seems like so implausible. But I'm absolutely going to take this opportunity because I want to be in a recording studio and I want to be Bette Midler one day and make my own music and be on Bette Broadway. Bette Midler was your was that your intro? she was on an absolute stop. So you were like a musical vibes, yeah. mm-hmm. musical. But also, I was like, wow, I I loved beaches. I don't know why I'd seen beaches at that age, but I no, I, this is tracking. It's tracking. I loved. It. I was like, wow, she's done music. She it does movies and TV, and she's a household name. But she's kind of done it on her own terms. Like she's such an individual. I can't I believe that at that. thirteen, Bette Midler was your oh, idol. Yeah. Does she know that? I've met her subsequently. Yes. Yeah. And told her, and she was very kind. And this is all happening in Orlando. In Orlando, where I grew up. Yeah. With the Backstreet Boys also happening around there. Yeah. So, Unbeknownst to me, they hadn't really like taken off or yeah. like, become like household names or anything. Right. So. And they did start in Europe, I think. Like, they, their success, yes, started right. in Europe. But like all of those, whether it was in sync, Backstreet Boys, Britney, like the the transcontinental records, that guy Lou Pearlman, like that was all based in Orlando. So there was just like a factory of. How didn't Lou Pearlman find you? He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> no, it was like totally separate, just happened to be from Orlando. All those other folks went to Orlando for that opportunity and I just happened to randomly be there and grow up Do you there. feel like a Florida girl? No. Yeah, you don't give that either. No, I have no connection to Florida. Yeah. They never claimed me as their own anyway, so I'm like, I'll just go be Wait, an Angelino. but you grew up there for a while. Yeah, until I was 15 and then I moved out to Los Angeles. Do you associate, because you were born in New Hampshire. I was born in New Hampshire. Do you feel like a New Hampshirean? I, I would love to claim that, that statehood no. over being a Floridian. Absolutely. So like you're a California girl. I am a California girl. You I've are. lived there for more than half my life. Yeah. So wait, the story about the FedEx guy. Yeah. That that's all true? ties into the studio making music. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So the story is one day while working in Orlando studio, you were overheard by Victor Cade. Yeah. Shout out. Is he Shout alive? Shout out. He is. Yeah. Okay. FedEx delivery man who had a friend in AR at Epic Records. He sent this friend a copy of an your unfinished demo, demo that yeah. he did with you. No, no, no. Oh. He just did me a big favor and was like, I have a friend of a friend of a friend who works there. And then you signed. And then I ended up signing a record deal from that. It, yeah. Isn't that a wild story? Like, it's, how else would it have happened? Do I you feel think? like you would see that on screen and think, that's, that can't happen. Right. That's too ridiculous. Yeah. So far-fetched. But yeah, I mean, again, it it feels like a chapter of my life. It's hard to think back to. It just feels like it happened to somebody else altogether. Were you manifesting it at that young of an age? I didn't even know to manifest it. Like I didn't even know that that was a possibility. I get like my biggest dream was coming here to New York and maybe fingers crossed one day, like finding myself on Broadway somehow. Like I went to Stage Door Manor. I was just right. a musical theater That's the, kid. the camp. The camp yeah. in upstate New York. Yeah. yeah. The Catskills. And I, so that was my dream of all dreams so it was, was a, to be on Broadway. So it was a dream. Yes. Being in the industry, performing, all Somehow. that. Somehow. And I thought, well, if I could get my leg in the door, like in one way, maybe that that would allow me to try my hand at acting, to try my hand at, you know, being on Broadway or whatever way I could sort of maneuver into the industry. And it happened. And it happened. And like, what a long-standing career, too. Yeah, the fact that it's twenty-five years yeah. or something. Yeah, it's it's wild. And at that time, were you a fan of the Britney, the Jessica? They were all kind of coming up into the public consciousness. Yeah, at kind of at the same time. Yeah, I was sort of like on their heels. Yeah, they certainly were before me, and I'm certain that I was obviously my record company's answer to them, like their version of that. Oh, okay. But I wasn't really aware. I I think like. 
Britney, her first song had just come out as I was like signing my deal. Mm. Yeah. Were you aware then that all these women were being compared and stuff like that? Once I had my first single out and I was visiting radio stations and shaking hands and kind of like finding my way into the the music industry and the and doing interviews and whatnot and those comparisons started rolling out. I was like, oh, I mean I I got it. Yeah. But also I was like, what? They're so they're becoming so wildly successful. And I'm just a 15-year-old who like doesn't know what she's doing. I don't know who I am. Yeah. It felt silly to me. Like, how could you even put us in the same sentence? And even as time went on, I felt that way as well. Like mm. What? I Like you never felt like you were there. No, and I never was like not trying to be humble. Like I just never found that same degree of success. And so when people talk about them as contemporaries and like, you know, somehow I managed to escape the, you know, wild world that maybe they found themselves caught up in. I was like, yeah, but I was also two years younger and I just had a completely different life. And they were so successful and in such a different stratosphere that I... I don't know. I I never I found the comparisons like understandable, but also strange. But did you want that? Like, did you want to be Mandy Moore pop star or did you find yourself wanting to do the other stuff like acting? I really wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Like I wanted to be able to get to do a little bit of everything like Bette Midler. Yeah. And I watched the like Bette Midler. Like Bette Midler. You know her? I watched those (laughs) other women have such tremendous success and it seemed to like disallow them from doing other things. They weren't given the opportunity in the same way that I was. Not too much later where I was able to do a film like A Walk to Remember because I didn't have that degree of success. So I think people could look at me on screen and believably go, oh yeah, I could buy into that being Jamie Sullivan. I always remember. Yeah, Mandy, what that movie did to us. I mean, what a movie. You're very sweet. And Thanks. cry. Mm, you're very sweet, And your sweet, voice Amanda. is so good. Thank you. Like, Thanks. you have an incredible voice. Thank you. So keep singing. I'll try. Listen, we all love shopping, but shopping for less will always tickle my schnitzel. Like, that's where you get me. You get me in the sales section. You get me when something's discounted. And you get me when I'm getting a deal. And that's why I love Quince, because you're always getting a deal with Quince. And with Quince, you're also getting high quality items like cashmere. A lot of people are like, I can't buy cashmere. It's so expensive. With Quince, you might be able to because they're, you know, from $50. They have silk, they have organic cotton, they have 14 karat gold. And like I said, they're priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So that's amazing. It's like you're getting the same quality, but you're not paying that upcut of just like a name brand. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. I love Quince. They only work with factories that use safe, ethical, responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabric finishes. I've gotten so many items from Quince. I got these really good linen pants that I just wore all the time during the summer. I wore it to the US Open. These linen pants, they're really good. They have really good linen stuff as well, linen button downs and and linen pants. Um, I also love the cashmere short sleeves that I got. It's so chic, but also can be used for day to day. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash not skinny for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash not skinny to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash not skinny. 
Vita Coco. Vita Coco, just reading the name of this brand makes me feel like I'm on a beach in the Bahamas because Vita Coco is the best coconut water and coconut water is just amazing. Like literally it feels like you're breaking up a coconut, you're on Survivor, you know, you're doing it by yourself and you're drinking coconut water straight out of the coconut. So Vita Coco is the number one coconut water brand in America. And honestly, when I need something stronger than water, but not in the alcohol way and the like, I need to quench my thirst and I don't feel like I'm getting hydrated enough from just water. Coconut water is the way to go. Vita Coco is the way to go. It's delicious. It's refreshing. And that has so many electrolytes and nutrients in it. So you're getting health benefits. And you can also use it for a mocktail if you are looking for those. So you guys, listen, you can get 25% off and get Vita Coco shipped to your door if you use the code NOTSKINNY by going to VitaCoco.com. You can also shop in store. You can find Vita Coco at most big name grocery stores in your city, as well as superstores like Walmart, drugstores like CVS and your local convenience stores and bodegas. That's what I love. Vita Coco, you can find it anywhere. But if you want the 25% off, you got to go to VitaCoco.com and use the code NOTSKINNY. So Dr. Death is the new show you're on. <laughs> Just jump like, right ahead. How'd you like that transition? <laughs> I'm a pro. So Dr. Death, I, I told you when you came in, I binged. Yeah, you guys, half. I got screeners. Okay, I watched it for you. I watched five episodes. First of all, as everyone already knows, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And I don't know if that was a good idea for me to... To do right before you went I to mean, sleep. It was, it was anxiety-inducing. Yeah. It was like crazy. And more importantly than me, you were six weeks postpartum. Yeah. No, that's insane. It, looking back on that now, I'm like, that was wild. But I don't know. I must have been high on oxytocin or something. I was like, sure, let's move to New York. Wait, so you get this offer to do it like when you were still pregnant? No. So there was another actress attached. She dropped out at the very last minute. And I got this call like, well, there's the show. It's shooting imminently in New York. Everything's ready to go. Is it something you'd be interested in? And I remember thinking, wow, like in a different chapter of my life, sure. If I had just not, ha I had a month old baby. I was like, this feels wild. Like the prospect of moving a toddler and a newborn and my husband, like just to a city we don't live in. And but I'll read the first couple scripts and kind of, you know, give you a definitive answer. And then I read the first scripts and I was like, dang, I think I really want to do this. This feels just like a step in a different direction. And also it because I didn't have a ton of time to contemplate that kind of decision, I just jumped in. I think I'm better for it. Yeah. Because, you know, I came off of six seasons of a show like This Is Us. And right. Maybe I would have been a little bit more precious about it had I not had this opportunity just sort of like fall into my lap in yeah. a way. And I'm so glad I did it. It was crazy. I was like nursing a baby and then doing a take and then nursing a baby and doing a take. But So how did it work? Like Ozzy came with you he to... He came with me to work every day. Every and I day. feel very lucky because I know that is not the case for most new parents. They yeah. have to jump back into work and they don't have that luxury. Yeah. So I'm granted... So what, you it had was, somebody come with you and then you would go? with me and was go. with me all day. And he just like learned to sleep in on set and you were yeah. nursing and pumping and shit like that mm -hmm. your boobs didn't even look like really well really I've, Mandy I've like completely lost all semblance of boobage I was like what what that is so not fair I, I never had that boobs to begin with but mm. like yeah after I was done nursing it was just like they 
floated away into the ether. So how so I watched that show ha- and I'm like, oh my God, I missed the Oh, because you had a little bit of, okay, <laughs> I, had I get it. some boobage because yeah, I was boobs. nursing, yeah. Wild. Six weeks. I mean, good for you. That's amazing. And your husband like supported this and was like, I could not have done it without yeah. him. He's like, it's going to be hard, but let's do it. And I'm so glad that he was game. How long it was, was it for? We were here for five months. It was five months. Yeah. Yeah. We came right after Thanksgiving and then left like the end of you April. You filmed for five months. Yeah. Off and on. Off and on. Yeah. They it, luckily like there's a good chunk in the second half of the season that um, they truncated all of my things. Yeah. So I was able to go home for a couple weeks. But mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that. I told you, I like literally remember when you were here. Yeah, because we were going to try to meet up. We were going to try to do this back then. Yeah. And And it was 2021? No, 2022. It was last this time last year. First of all, love how quickly they turn this around. I I love when shows are turned around. Yeah, yeah. We finished in April and then it's like it's out. That's amazing. I I also can't believe your son is one. I can't I feel like you just gave birth. Same. Same, same. So you do the six weeks after giving birth. I just told you, like, I'm pregnant. Watching it made me anxious. Did you, like, you must have been, I remember what, oh my God, I was, I was more hormonal post-birth yeah. than, like, during. How were you not raging? <sighs> oh my gosh. I felt like I was so hormonal. I was, like, shooting the end of This Is Us while I was pregnant and nobody knew and I'm just bawling at how sad it is. Yeah. So this felt, like, way easier in that, mm. in that sense. I was like, oh, I can just take this hat off at the end of the day and go home and be mom. Yeah. Oddly, I think it made it easier. My, my character is this investigative journalist and she finds this like incredible, charming doctor who's like pioneering this field of regenerative medicine where they grow tracheas, like Ugh, pipes. I never, I know. Tracheas will haunt my I know, fall. coughing. And like, I, it's, but he's like, he, he's this world-renowned surgeon. She does this story on him. She's a, news journalist who's like sort of at the top of her game and used to being around impressive people. And somehow this guy charms her to the degree that she abandons all journalistic ethics and embarks on this relationship with him. And of course, he's a total con artist and like her life unravels from there. And she, you know, ends up quitting her job and is about to like marry him. Did you meet with her? I did not. Mm. Because the podcast, she tells it in her own words. She tells it. Okay, It's her story. It was very easy to just glean everything from that and from the scripts. And you had like, because as I was watching it, I was thinking about you and the postpartum thing and the hormonal thing and the anxious thing and whatever. And then I was like, okay, but she's like making out with Edgar Ramirez. Yeah. But she's not having a And then you had like a steamy scene. And I was like, (laughs) I can't believe it. Like, how did you do it? Did that feel like weird? No. No? I mean, sure. It always feels weird. But like you walk through things so like gingerly and respectfully. Yeah. Like, yeah, never. You get to that point where you're like, anyway, let's just do what we have to do. That's amazing. Good for you. (laughs) When I'm six weeks post-birth, I'm going to send you a picture of me in the diaper that I stole from the hospital because I used to steal like 30 of them. Oh, yeah. You have to steal the I'll diapers. be like, this is where I am, Andy. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's different and you may surprise yourself. Yeah. Second go around. I know. And like for an opportunity, like you pulled it together. Had I not felt good and back in my right mind, yeah. I absolutely wouldn't have said yes to this. I was like, sure. Yeah, I, fe- I feel ready to go. Why and not? And how was New York for you at that time? God, I love it here. It was cold, though, I remember. You were here, like, winter. It was cold. We were here for the winter. It was a mild winter. There wasn't, like, snow or anything. Thanks, but global warming. Hats yeah. off. Yeah, thanks, global warming. <laughs> hats off to anyone who parents in New York. It is so effing hard. Were you doing Brooklyn? We were in Brooklyn. Yeah. 
But just having kids in the city, mm. like the, I'm, we're so spoiled living in Los Angeles or any sort of area where, where we have cars and we can keep strollers and diaper bags and like all of the accoutrement like hidden away. Yeah. This is your, when you leave the house, you have to have your diaper bag, yeah. the water, the, and in winter it was like all of the accessories yeah. and trying to keep my toddler like a jacket on and a hat and gloves and and entertained when it's cold. We're and, wimpy Californians. Like yeah. we can't stomach any sort of cold. So he would just be like, I'm cold. I'm all done. I'm like, I know, buddy. I'm cold Aww. too. So yeah, keeping him entertained was Yeah, that's challenging. hard. Because in LA, you can just go play outside. Here it's like, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of indoor like playground situations and classes. But it's nice. You like it. I love it. I love the city. And I love like, I think that's why it was so easy to say yes to the opportunity. Like, when else am I going to have this limited series? It exists in eight episodes. To have the chance to come yeah. to New York, like, I was grateful, but I was on a show that where I was in L.A., I was home for, like, yeah. seven years. So the first chance I got to, like, try something new and yeah. be in a new environment was very enticing. And you reunited with Jennifer Morrison. Yeah. I was still, she directed. She directed the first of, half, yeah. The first half of the show, which is amazing. And she's great. And she was in This Is Us. She was. Yeah, she's become a very, very dear friend. I'm so glad I got to work with her on that. I know. I remember you guys posting a lot together yeah. back then. And she's incredible. I, I was like, is she acting with her? Like, no. I, I didn't know then. And she directed. Just had her director's That's hat That's amazing. On. Yeah. And she was in House for like she was. season. So she has that like doctor. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. And actually, she was a great like resource on set because she'd be like, no, that doesn't work. Or yes, we this is how we need to that like film things. That does not look believable. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had like real opinions and like was a real authority on it. No, it's amazing. You guys need to watch Dr. Death. It's so good. Thank I you. love it. Thanks. And it exists on its own. Like I didn't watch season one. Sure. No, it's I an go anthology. Back. Yeah. yeah. So season you, one's great. I'm going to watch Josh it. Josh Jackson's amazing. Yeah. Like hello yeah to watch another evil sexy doctor yeah before you go give birth in the hospital you're oh like my God. oh medical establishments i'll just try no but dr grimaldi Gr Gr oh i know luke kirby's character grimaldi like he yeah. like Grimelli. makes you believe in I know. again grimaldi yeah i love him i love him nightmares too. about tracheas forever you also <laughs> worked with judy reyes yes, this time. yeah and did you meet her when you were on scrubs I then did. so you filmed with her and stuff yeah well i never filmed with her on scrubs but i spent so much time there when i dated zach and when i did those couple episodes of Scrubs that it was nice to reunite with her. She's so great. She's so great. I was so happy to see her. She's one of those people that you're like, oh, I'm yeah. so glad you're here. So unbelievably talented. Like yeah. we need a Judy Reyes vehicle. We need to see her like in a leading role. Yeah. hundred percent. Yes, I agree with you. So we were talking about your kids yeah. before. Yeah. And that you're a mom now. And yeah. And your element. Yes. And you're such a mommy. Yeah. You also popped them out quick. Yeah. Unexpectedly. Oh, really? <laughs> They're 20 months apart. Yeah. 20 months. How is that? Do you recommend doing like a back-to-back -back situation? I mean, I think it's challenging no matter how you slice it. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty sure our family is complete. I still kind of like Keep the door open. I know. Okay. Door open. That's all I wanted to hear. Door open. Okay. Door but open. not like, yeah. I, I My husband's like, what? And and most days I'm like, I don't know. That sounds Wait, impossible. he's saying what? Like he's upset about? No, no. What? Clothes? Like you're oh, what contemplating a third oh. one? Oh, really? We're so tired. I know. He just turned the corner and having, you know, an almost three-year-old and then a little dude who's like on the precipice of walking and like yeah. out of baby, baby dumb. Ozzy's going to turn three. Yeah. And then you're going to start thinking about it. I'm going to be 40. So like I, mean, I got to get on that train. Yeah, if like, I'm going to do, do it. But then like Hillary Duff is one of my dear friends and she's pregnant with baby four. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
OMG. If Hillary, I mean, Hillary Mack can do anything, but yeah. I'm just, I'm like, wow. Pat's yeah. off. I know. People with But she's like, kids. come on, come on, you can do it. Uh, you can do a third. I was like, well, maybe. Well, like, technically, would you want a big family? It's more just like. I'm one of three. Are you right. one of. Th- I'm one of. Wait, you're one of three. Yeah, I have an older and a younger brother. Right. Yeah. So me too. Yeah. That's what I, I was like. I'm one of four. <laughs> no, you guys math right now. I get so it. So I'm bro. the same. Wait, yeah. so is. So we want to emulate that technically. In a way, I think my husband, it's just him and his brother. So he's like, I've only ever known two. And I'm like, I always thought maybe two if I were so lucky. But now that I'm, I have two and I had such, I had very easy pregnancies, knock on wood uh-huh. and, and a really challenging first birth, but a very easy second birth. And I remember him, like I knew when Gus, my oldest was born, I was like, I want to do this again, even though it was a lot. When Ozzy was born, I remember feeling so instantly back in my body again that I was, and it was so euphoric mm. that I was like, I have to do this again. This is, this is the greatest Wait, you feeling. did both without epidural, right? Yeah. Because of your... I have low platelets. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? It means that my blood doesn't clot. Like I have a clotting issue, which doesn't affect me in Wait, any other aspect. Wait, doesn't clot as good. Yes, doesn't clot as well. So they worry about that in pregnancy that, you know, God forbid you start like bleeding out. Mm. That's why I guess like the epidural, it's it's the idea of like them putting it in your back. Can and, you take anything? Yeah, I think you could. I didn't. You literally just pushed it right out. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know what? I really wanted to have a home birth the first go round, but because of my low platelets, I couldn't. And then because I knew that I couldn't the second go round. You wanted like the pool, the whole thing? Yeah. At home, I was just like, it was pandemic times. I was mm. like, this feels cool. Yeah. But then the second go round, knowing that I had to have a hospital birth, I found a whole new team. And I just love my doctor so much that I was like, ah, oh, just to spend time with you again, I might have another child. Just to like crazy. maybe poop in your <laughs> Yeah. Bed. I mean, no one knows. Oh, my God. That for sure happened. I don't know. My husband didn't look, so. What? I know. Oh, I remember it happening. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, for sure. And just somebody oh, like how are quickly, you so quietly, like, bloop, like, plop. So if I don't remember, away. maybe I didn't. Maybe Probably I'm just, not. like, so, you didn't. you know, feminine. I just, yeah. you know, you don't, don't poop. poop. <laughs> Ever. So, yeah, that happens. But I really wish I knew if that happened to me. So wild that you did it the way you did it. Yeah. I didn't have a choice. I totally, I like, the first time but going I to the like hospital, I was like, choice, I want would... an epidural. And then we got there. They're like, sorry. I went there with one opening. And the nurse, where, where they, like, do the intake was like, do you know if you want to take something for pain? And I was like, I'm not sure yet, but I'm, like, dying. I'm probably opening, like, 10. And she's like, your opening is one. <gasps> and if you're dying, then oh, no. you're the girl that's going to. She literally told me. she was You were like, only dilated one second. Yeah. And she's like, if you are came here with your bag, you know, ready to go, you're probably going to take the you're meds. You're a candidate yeah, for the pain meds. Yeah. You're not, you're not doing it in a pool like Hillary Duff. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. You would do it if you didn't have the low platelet thing. You would I was gonna. Pool. I was gonna try for that. Who knows yeah. if I would have made it through? Would you want a girl though? Like were, do, I, when when Ozzy was when he found out he was a boy, were you a little like, oh, I wish I? Could. I love having a boy so much that yeah. I was not. No, I was not disappointed at all. And, and you have two brothers too. So I you do like have two brothers. On that. And my husband, him and his brother are so close. They're in mm. a band together, and I was oh, like, right. what? This is so sweet. Like yeah. we're. 
Not that I'm forcing you guys, but being a band together. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are going to try to make that happen. But I I would never have another child just to be like, oh, we'll go for the girl. Like, I mean, I would be so happy either way. Yeah. Yeah. I won't forget years ago, before I even had Noah, I was working at this place and uh, the woman used to order her skincare only from Dermalogica. And it seemed so luxe to me. I was like, oh my God, one day when I need good skincare, I just know I'm going to use Dermalogica. And she would always tell me how it's what keeps her skin so amazing. And the day came where I tried Dermalogica for myself and became obsessed. And especially their microfoliant, it's a favorite for Dermalogica fans. It's activated with water. It has this gentle rice-based powder that polishes and removes dulling debris for smoother, brighter skin. Daily microfoliant is suitable for all skin types, even sensitive. And with daily use, that's what's fun. Daily use, not like other exfoliators that, you know, they say only use twice a week. With daily use, this product can really improve your skin smoothness, reduce blackheads, and brighten skin visibly and minimize the look of dark spots. So you really want to introduce the microfoliant by Dermalogica into your routine. So if you visit Dermalogica.com for more information, you can get a free gift with a $20 purchase at checkout. I've been subscribed to Thrive Market for a few years now, and honestly, I love it and I recommend it. I super duper recommend it. Thrive Market is such a go-to for grocery and household essentials. What I love about Thrive Market is it'll always have those specialty items that you're looking for. It carries brands with really high quality ingredients, especially when I've had certain diet limitations like dairy-free, gluten-free, soy-free, like that's the place to go to. They have those specialty items. Even more helpful is you can filter out on the app or on their website by diet. So whether it's vegan, vegetarian, paleo, keto, like I said, gluten-free, dairy-free, even they they have a filter by low FODMAP. I was doing low FODMAP for a minute. I got a bunch of great uh, FODMATE, I believe the brand is, from there. So like literally Thrive Market is such a go-to. And also you save money as a member and shows you how much you save. So be sure to check it out. They have amazing deals that change daily. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash not skinny for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash not skinny. Thrivemarket.com slash not skinny. So what does the future look like for you? What do you still want to do? Because you're doing so much. You're producing now too, right? Yeah, I hope that like some of the things that are in development are able to sort of come to fruition because they've been in development for a while. It takes a while. On the produce. Yeah, it takes a long time and then the strike. So that and maybe one day doing Broadway, maybe. Wait, did you do Broadway? I've never done Broadway, no. So that's the How dream of all dreams. How were you asked to like do Chicago or something? I have been asked to do that, yeah. truth be told. But, 
you know, it because it's such this like long held it dream, needs dream. It needs thing. to be the right show. Would you want to do Broadway with singing? Yeah. Like a musical. A musical, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw for the first time, because I've only seen musicals, I saw for the first time like a play, yeah. like a dramatic play yeah. off Broadway. It was with Aubrey Plaza. and um, I heard that's did you unbelievable. See that? no, I was like, I've never watched like straight up acting yeah. just on stage, like without the whole. Impressive. Um, and it was crazy. I was yeah. like, this is because I was also sitting right there and they were like spitting on each other. So it's intense. One of the things I love about you is how outspoken you are about things that matter to you. Yeah. On social media, too, with the SAG strike and everything. Like, sure. you posted about that. Mm -hmm. And you also, I mean, you said that you yourself got a check for like a penny. I have in the past. Yeah. Not for This Is Us. Not for This Is Us, but those checks as well. I mean, I was only trying to speak to my privilege that I have as an actor. And yeah. I know that I am in a rarefied position and I have made a very good living as an actor for the last 25 years. So if I'm getting checks mm. that little. What does a working actor who literally has to live off of those residual checks that aren't even making enough to qualify for the $26,000 a year you need to get health care yeah. in the union? That's what I was trying to speak to. Like, I'm lucky. I'm not complaining. Like, even, me, like even, <laughs> even I've seen this side yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And if, if this is how little I'm getting as someone who is the lead on a television show for six seasons yeah. that normally would, you know, and back in the Friends days, like, as an actor, if you ever got like a hit television show or movie or something like that, that, those residual checks were things that you could feasibly live off of for the foreseeable future. Oh, so, so that just changed? It changed with the streaming oh, model. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was one of the things that people were fighting for. Like if, if someone was the lead on a huge Netflix show, they weren't seeing residuals in the way that someone in my position, like being on a show on a network, yeah. did see, see once and then it goes to a streaming platform and you never see residuals. Again. Are you happy with the new agreement? I'm, I'm did you read it all? I did not read it all. <laughs> no, I'm happy that a deal was made and that it was fair and that most importantly, it got people back to work. Yeah. Because it just imagine it had you this maybe couldn't even be promoting Doctor Death. Oh, that I don't too, care about. Right I mean, it's sure it's nice yeah, to talk yeah. about, but like my friends who are in the hair and makeup guild. Who oh are my god, that was crazy. Just yeah. our crews who I like know. who who live paycheck to paycheck who needed to be and at work and on set. Um, probably such mixed feelings. Like on one hand, you're like believe in the cause. On the sure. other hand, people who need work. Are need, out of it for so for long. so long because yeah. the writer strike started in May, and right. so feasibly, like for the most part, lots of people were not working since then, and it yeah. was just like we need to figure out how to get people back at it. So crazy, yeah. Well, thank God that's over. Thank God, no AI, Mandy Moore for now. <laughs> for now, we'll <laughs> for see. now we'll see. So, how did you meet your husband, Taylor? We met because of Instagram. So on Instagram, yeah, because I had blocked him. No. Uh, <laughs> Full Same circle story. moment. Yeah, yeah. See, block. <laughs> no, I, I'm a Luddite and I don't know how anything works. And I was a really like late adopter to Instagram. But I heard a song on the radio. Because who listens to the radio anymore? Like this cool indie rock like radio station in L.A. And I waited for them to back announce who it was. And they never did. And so I went on their website and deduced like who it was, what the band name was. And I went online and looked them up on iTunes. And I saw that they had new music coming out. And I like posted about it, essentially. I didn't tag them because I don't even, I didn't know how to do that then. What do you mean? You you posted like, love this band? Yeah, I was like, I can't wait for this record. Something innocuous. Like, this is going to be the soundtrack of my summer. And and then a mutual friend of ours saw that I had posted and like alerted Taylor to that. Like, that's pretty cool. Mandy knows who your band is. Yeah. And, and then he found a way to like 
send a really kind email through like his manager trying to find my manager. And I, I, I got this email and we then sort of started corresponding back and forth. And yeah, That's and so fell special. in love. Like we went on a date shortly thereafter and had this like epic three hour long date that, you, you know, you didn't want to end, didn't hold hands or kiss or anything. And then he went on tour for four months. And I went to London to film that weird movie with Claire Holt, our mutual friend, <laughs> where I was just like besotted with this person and completely falling in love with him just via text and like FaceTiming and just like with Claire every day, like, oh, my God, I'm so in love with this guy. And we've never even kissed before. And oh, my yeah. God. And then we met halfway through, like there was a little break in filming. And instead of going home, like everybody else went home, I went to meet him in like Canada. And we just like, it was, we, I, it was like a rom-com moment where I rode down the escalator and he met me at the airport and was like waiting at the bottom of baggage claim. And we had Aww. our first kiss waiting for the bag to come out. Yeah, it was very sweet. And then that was it. We've been together ever since. And you're both like same vibes, right? Like with music and stuff too. Yeah. I like, mean, he is, he's in an incredible band and like just a really prolific songwriter and, and writer. And there's constantly music happening at our house, but he never looked at me like begrudgingly when I was like, I want to do music again. Like he was such a champion and such a supporter immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, let's do it together. Let's figure out how to like it would be so much fun to write together, to sing together. And I'd never been in that situation before. So I was I was so enamored with him and like what he, was, he brought didn't to the have, table. Like, competition with you. For he sure. Was, like, For sure. Supportive. He was secure enough in his own skin and his own talent to be like, we can totally do this together. And yeah. it's been so much fun. And you did it together. Yeah, we've made we've made two records together, like written two two whole albums together. We toured together. He like plays in my band whenever we play out and about. And it's so Wait, fun to share that. The real the in real life in was real the life. last record. And then before that was Silver Landings that came out like literally as the world. Shut Wait, down in for real COVID. life, the music video is so cute. Thanks, Did thank you guys you. do it yourself? Yeah, yeah. It was so sweet. And you thank had like you. your friends in it. Yeah, like, we just like sent out like a the bat signal to people like send us in just like your day-to-day -day, like mundane things that you're doing in your everyday real life. Did we, you write that with your husband? I wrote that that with song? Him, yeah. Was it about like it was about Gus, my, my mm. son, like coming into my world and like that just cracked me wide open in a way I never ugh, I don't get emotional thinking about it. It just cracked me open in a way I never could fully wrap my head around. And that just felt like real life. Not everything that came yeah. before it. Oh, I got you. Didn't matter. Mm. Didn't factor in. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that's another time you were, you know, crazy pregnant birthing was, <laughs> was on the road, like yes. trying to tour with Ozzy. I know. Wait, wait, Ozzy was how old? Well, Gus was like 15 months and I was pregnant and with Ozzy. Pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I shot most of fifth season of This Is Us pregnant. And so I was like, oh, I could tour. I could go on tour for six weeks. But you like, announced, like people knew. Totally. I, mm -hmm. I announced like right before. I mean, it was, again, I, I, it was unplanned. And so it was like, oh, well, I guess I'll just like go on the road pregnant. And I thought- And with a baby. And, and with a toddler. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so easy. Like, I did this before. I worked till like two weeks before I gave birth to Gus. So I was like, I can handle being on the road for six weeks and I'll only be like seven months pregnant when we get done. And I could not deal with oh. it. I, I just wasn't sleeping. I wasn't yeah. sleeping on the bus. And like, you know, when you're not sleeping, like 
the world feels like it's crashing in on you. And I was yeah, like, I don't want to when you're pregnant. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do harm to my so unborn you, child. You stopped the tour. So we finished like at the halfway mark. And then I was like, I need to go home. And actually, I just was not. I couldn't sleep on the bus. Yeah. And Gus wasn't sleeping. Well, and that was, was ambitious of you to think it that really you was. Were gonna, it was way too ambitious. Like a rock star through like seven yeah. months pregnant. I guess that's why I thought, oh, six weeks postpartum, I can do a TV show. Yeah. Like that's nothing, nothing on yeah. you. Yeah. So TV, obviously you've done amazing things, but you've been in iconic films, like iconic, oh. because I said so, one of my faves. Thank you. Princess Diaries. Oh my God. Saved, which is like, you're crazy there. Yeah. Like your character Hillary is face. so good. Yeah, she's crazy. Chasing Liberty, I walked to remember that we talked about. Like you have like some Thanks. like like these are like classic <laughs> like pop culture. Thank you. Like in our lives, I you know. I appreciate that. What was your favorite? Do you have like a favorite from the movies that you worked on? Probably a walk to remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, that just like is imprinted on me. It was such an in, like an indelible experience of I didn't know what I was doing. Thank God Shane West was like so kind to literally like guide me like this is how you hit your mark. Make sure you have your lines memorized. Like I was such a newbie mm. and he was so wonderful. Like that we we started in Wilmington, North Carolina. I loved the book. I was such a Nicholas Sparks fan. Like yeah. all of it. It was just I was 16. Like I was such 16. a kid. Yeah, I was like I love this. I want to do this for the rest of my life and it was a great experience. And didn't you come together like sometime in the last few? Like you did yeah, some like, I, picture I got a, or something. Yeah, I got a star on the Walk of Fame and Shane came out and like helped he celebrate did? and spoke. And, That's so cute. Yeah, it was very sweet of him. So we have to talk about This Is Us a little bit because obviously sure. like a six year freaking show yeah. that you were on. So obsessed with This Is Us. Thank I mean, you. not obsessed with crying every week and getting migraines from crying. Sorry. Yeah, that's a lot. But such a good show. Thank you. Did you ever think it would become this like? No, no this... idea. I remember I had I had done, you know, like pilot season in L.A. like before the the rise of like streaming shows. Pilot season was like January to April where all of the networks would sort of cast their new shows and they would film like a bunch of them and then pick just a few that would end up like airing and going on to air. And so I had done four, four like pilot seasons where I had gotten cast on a show and the show got filmed and then ultimately like not picked up. So I felt really defeated at this point. Like maybe the universe is trying to tell me that I need to hang up my acting shoes and like move back to Florida or study journalism or go back to school. Like I, I just I felt like I was hitting roadblock after roadblock. And then I sort of tried to shake things up. I switched agencies and I remember having a meeting and they were like, we're not going to go after traditional pilot season. We'll concentrate on more, you know, on like these streaming shows that are casting all year round. I was like, yes, fantastic. Maybe I'll have more luck there. And then the first thing they sent me was the pilot, this NBC pilot called the Untitled Dan Fogelman Project. And I was like, what? This is exactly everything <laughs> we just said we didn't want to do. And, yeah. and then I read it and I was like, oh, and that first really episode good. is fucking... It's crazy. That was the pilot that the you The pilot, saw? yes. So that's a crazy pilot. It's a crazy pilot. it pulls like, you in, like, you have to It pulls you in, happens. and then it, like, just this twist at the end of, like, actually, they're the parents. And I know, I know, I know. It's in the past. And 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 I remember Dan coming to set, our creator, and he, he was, like, trying to tell Milo and I, like, if the show gets picked up, we're not going to tell the story linearly. It's going to jump around in time. And I was like, but, 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 but. I don't want to know anything because if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be crushed even more. So 
it wasn't until the show did get picked up and like a couple weeks before I got this script for the second episode. And I was like, wow, it jumps in time eight years. Like the kids are eight now. And do you want me to play this version of the character in her mid 60s? How is that going to work? Yeah. And it How was, was that makeup, though. I got you probably so don't used miss to that, it. though. I like, mean, there's part of me that's like, I, I miss all of it. Yeah. But yeah. Even that I'm like, hmm, it was such a like, how many hours blanket. that take in the chair? At the end, we got it down to not the old, like the oldest version took five hours. The, the sort of middle ground that most of the show existed in was about three and a half and then about an hour to take it off. But I got so used to it that yeah. I like almost could fall asleep. Like you're a patient, just, like, meditate. you're a patient person. Yeah. Mm. I'm a pretty patient person. So I was like, meh. You got to lean into it. You have to just sort of submit. Yeah. It's not going to go any faster. And you more than anyone, though, yeah. right? I did it. Because Jack was. Hundreds of times. Jack. Yeah. Milo didn't ever have to right. do it. Yeah. I think for one or two episodes, like a flash forward. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, me and John Huertas, who played my, my husband oh, right. present day, we, we did a lot. But I definitely did it more than anybody. You know what I was thinking about, Rebecca, when I was thinking about our interview? That like, I feel like it was unfair to her. That like I was obsessed with Jack, right? I was like, of I course. wish it was my dad. Of course. Like, best dad ever. Yeah. Why didn't Rebecca get the same kind of love? I think she did at the end. I mean, the show is ultimately like, like a love die. letter. To I, know, her. I know. But she had to like be sick and die. And like, is it our like, I don't know. To be the unsung hero be, as a mom. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like think you it, were an amazing mom. Yeah. She tried her best. She yeah. definitely was fallible and, Jack, and made like, mistakes. Said bug two times and what <laughs> and we're like oh jack i think it's easy to deify people when they're no longer with us yeah, you know he sort true. of got frozen in time that's true, as that's this, this heroic figure that's true and she had to keep picking up the pieces and moving forward but i think at the end like dan lost his own mother in a really like sudden way and so i think this whole show was like a love letter to mm. her so i i feel like rebecca did get her her due i remember when you spoiled the show's ending for me <laughs> Like you posted about, even though like obviously Rebecca was gonna die because sure. like, we all knew from like the beginning. Sure, but like I was like, no, <laughs> like Amanda. Yeah, there's only one well, way to end. Yeah, oh sadly. My God. Anyway, that's over now. Yeah, such a wild ride from 2016. Ride. Like that was your life. Isn't that crazy? Like I, I know this is such a weird marker, but I love to think that like we were shooting our show before Trump got elected. I was like, what a weird sliding doors moment. Yeah. Like had that not been the case, like I was like. So strange. That's how long. That's ago how long it ago it's been. Yeah. Some random things about you that people yeah. might not know, which now adds up with like the other crazy things that you do. You climbed Mount Everest. I didn't climb Mount Everest. I went to the Everest base camp. I mean, Mount Everest is like that's no, a that's month like you long die. endeavor, yeah. and people do pass away yeah. trying to do that. But I did Everest a base, base though camp. is like it's up like there. Set almost eighteen thousand feet. Yeah, and it's about an eight day journey trekking from. Yeah, where they sort of drop you off. Would you do it again? Oh, 100%. I want to do it because I didn't get to do it with Taylor. I want to do it with him. And he's into it too? Yeah, I made him. We climbed Mount Kilimanjaro together. That was a bucket list thing that I had wanted to do like ever since I was a teenager. And then we did Everest Base Camp. And I've subsequently done a few other mountains in between. But I love love hiking and climbing. My poor husband, I like made him climb our entire honeymoon. We went to Chile. Oh my god! And did like Patagonia and like the Atacama so you Desert. You weren't like and... sipping pina coladas by. No, we were hiking almost every oh day. Oh my god! I know. I got a real winner who just like allowed me to do my thing. 
but he's into it. Like he's he's he wouldn't do it on his own. Yeah. But he yeah, he's like he'll he'll support me. He'll be by my side. How do you navigate social media? Because like like what you post, what you don't post, like sometimes like you do post your family and your babies. Yeah. And like, do you have any like, like I don't know. I, I'm curious how you navigate it. Oh, like, I'm just like, that's I, me. I kind of feel the same way. Like I just whenever the mood strikes me, like yeah. I I don't think I could ever have someone doing it for me. So I, I was going to ask you because I, I am seeing a lot of actresses like and even actors. Sure. Like you could tell they took like a social media person because sure, it's sure, like sure. reels and, you know, planned out things yeah. and which sure there's yeah, like yeah, space yeah. for all of would that. Would you but ever like do anything like that? You think? No, I would feel so strange and not no judgment. Like, yeah, I get it. I just I think because it's just become part of my life to share when yeah. the mood strikes me that and people get I, inv- I think it's like people get invested. when yeah. You share and then you feel like, oh, I have to update them that, you know, yeah, Ozzy's here's the cough is gone yeah, exactly. now. You know? Thank God, I hope so. I and, hope I get home and no one's sick again. Oh, no, the cough it is, is like endless. takes forever. Yeah, it's like just part of everyone's personality. It makes me want to cry. What's one thing people would be surprised to know about you? <laughs> that I'm unsurprising. That I'm so boring. There's nothing about me that I feel like is worthy of being surprised about. You need to stop saying that. I also read that you said something similar. You said something like when you were being compared to the other pop yeah. stars. Like you were like, what's there to like, like why maybe somebody asked you why you weren't like in the tabloids like crazy and how you escaped that life. Sure. Like give yourself more credit. You escaped that life. I, I because guess. Because you like made. I made a know, choice. You made a choice. Yeah. But I also like have an incredible family. Yeah. That's you, you that's, can't. That's that's. Yeah. That's not everyone's lot in life. And right. I recognize that. Like yeah. I very much lucked out having parents who were invested in being mom and dad, but never wanted to be my managers. Yeah. Never were like, they're like, we don't know anything about the business. Like, we'll just accompany. Are they still in Florida? My parents are divorced now, but my dad is still in Florida. Mm -hmm. My mom's in Arizona. But I, 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 even as a kid, I recognized like, that's nice. Like mom and dad are just mom and dad. Like they're not invested in my career and in that way. Because that's when I think relationships can get tricky. So I had a leg up in that sense. I like just, you know, had had a like very normal family life at the core. What's your Roman Empire? What does this mean? Why do I not understand? I'm totally okay, I'm I'll such an old you. woman. I'll explain it to you. It's like, okay, first of all, it started from this TikTok trend or something that a girl <laughs> would ask a dude, like, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And it was wild that so many dudes were like, once a week. Like, that they think about it a lot. So I don't know. It sounded fake by the end because you're like, oh, my God, all these men just think about the Roman Empire. Sure. But then it became a thing like, what's your Roman Empire? So let's say my Roman Empire is the 2003 VMAs performance with Britney Spears. And the snake? No. Oh. It was probably like 2000 something too. Oh, 2001. The Madonna one. The Madonna. Oh. Let's say like that's my Roman Empire. Like Got that it. moment is the, a moment that I'll think about. Forever. Do you have one? Oh, my God. God. I'm sorry. I know. I hate questions that are like, no, think I, about should an have, answer. I should have some sort something of like Joni Mitchell, just like, yeah, I mean, everything <laughs> Joni Mitchell. Oh, my God. Wait, did they make Rebecca like Joni Mitchell because of you or other way? I think Dan knew that I loved Joni mm. Mitchell. And can I tell you that I have been in I've shared space with Joni Mitchell and she knows she knows about the show. 
she was like, that wasn't my actual house that you guys filmed at for that episode. I'm like, I know, Joni, but we couldn't film it because she still owns the house. That, Which that one? Episode. There was an episode back a couple seasons ago that Rebecca takes a road trip with Kevin to find oh, Joni yeah, Mitchell's yeah. house that she lived in with Graham Nash oh, when yeah, they wrote yeah. our house. And her actual house, she still owns it and she rents it out to other artists. But we couldn't film in that exact location in Laurel Canyon because it was like too close to the street. And so they picked a house that like kind of sort of resembled mm. it. But she she you had know, her wits about her to recognize like, that's not my house. I'm like, I know. Well, you I paid know. such an homage to her the whole freaking <sighs> show. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Okay. No Roman Empire. No Roman Andy. Empire. Favorite? I'm gonna come. I'm, I'll like no. DM you my answer. I'm gonna be at home. Literally, I'll like, be on the plane if you tonight. Let me prepare. I'll have my no. answers. Okay. I'm just not one of those witty people that can think on my. I feet. hate no. But by the way, I'm with you in that. When people ask me like example questions, it's hard for me to think on the spot. Too. I will DM you my answer. Oh, I'm gonna I'll wait think for about it. it we'll share on the plane tonight. What are you watching right now? Nothing. Nothing. I just actually finished the uh, Bad Surgeon documentary on Paolo and Benita. What There's is that on? A, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a documentary series about this actual subject. Oh, wow. So people can watch both. You're still in it. Yeah, You're exactly. still in it, Benita. Well, I just was so curious. Yeah. I feel like I've done so much research otherwise. That, yeah. Again, like hearing her and her own tell her own story is always fascinating to me. You were amazing in it as Thank you are you. in everything. Thank you. You guys watch Dr. Death. It's out now on Peacock. Peacock. All eight love episodes. Peacock. We love Peacock. All my favorite shows. Yeah. Mandy. Mandy. Amanda. Amanda. You made this happen. I know. I'm so happy. I'm so happy too. I'm sorry. I I wish I could figure out why the blockage ever occurred. I know. Imagine it comes to you. Imagine, you know, those memes that are like, you're trying to sleep and then you remember something that happened. Like, but I'm sad. Imagine all of a sudden you're like, she said my dress to the Grammys was ugly. (sighs) No, I'm just kidding. I wish I were that petty. (laughs) I can't believe it just kept us apart for so long. No, Mandy, it's part of our story. Okay. And it makes this special. It's a part of our history. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.